<laughs> welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Thinking Man Talks. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Thinking Man Talks. I still remain Sami. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about something really interesting. I love this subject so much. And I'm really, really happy and grateful to God that he put it on my heart to share today. And I'm sure it's going to bless someone really, really good. Uh, as I always say, just at this point, if you haven't said a prayer today, it's really important. You can pause right now and say a quick prayer and just communicate with God, you know, whatever it is that's worrying you or not worrying you. And just tell him how much you love him at the very least. He wants to hear from you. And then you can come back and continue the episode. We have something really interesting to talk about today, right? And I'm really believing God that just as he gives me the grace to teach the word that he inspired the writing of, that he gives everyone else, including myself, who's listening to it as well, the grace to understand and to really internalize what he's saying to us in a tailor-made manner where it is really beneficial for each person listening to it. Because that's what God does. He customizes it specifically for everyone, right? Yeah. So without further ado, we're going to today's subject. Um, today we're going to be talking about the scripture in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It's a pretty popular scripture. Um, I'm sure a lot of us know this scripture really well and, you know, we say it a lot. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. I'll take it again. It says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. And by the revelation of the Holy Ghost, it's really important that in order for us to really understand what God is saying in this scripture, that we can really meditate on it. And so I took myself on a meditation path. And I'm going to be shedding light as God would have me and as God has inspired by breaking down the first couple of words on this or rather in this verse so that we get the holistic understanding of what God was saying here. And I'm going to be breaking, uh, breaking down the first phrase. It says all things work together. And so we're going to be breaking that into three and discussing them individually so it can give us a holistic understanding, yes? So first, it's the phrase all things now the bible says all things you know it's really interesting because what we often think the scripture was talking about here we tend to rationalize it in a way of individualizing every single thing in our lives and picking out the ones that might turn out good and the ones that don't seem like they could turn out good and so for some people, it's when the situation looks advantageous, then you quote the scripture to relate to it. But when it doesn't look advantageous, you look for other means. For some other people, they help themselves when they can. <laughs> but then, in situations when they are helpless, only those times do they remember God. But the Bible here is saying all things. Imagine what you would have thought if you were Joseph a young boy born into a polygamous home so many children 
was sold into slavery by his own brothers after putting him in a pit. And then from there, he thought he had been vindicated when he got to Egypt. Somehow, he ended up being a slave in the house of Potiphar. What possible way could you see outside this kind of mess of a story? Like what manner of redemption could you possibly rationalize for this? But the Bible says all things. <laughs> all things. He thought he was doing something good when he rejected Potiphar's wife. He thought maybe he deserved a reward for being such a good guy. But even that ended him in the prison. <laughs> but the Bible says all things. Hmm. All things. Imagine he interpreted the dream of someone in the prison and begged for that person to remember him only to be forgotten by the person he did a favor to. But the Bible says all things. <laughs> hmm. Imagine the story of Esther lost her father as a little girl, lost her mother as a little girl. Now was being raised by a much older cousin who had adopted her as his daughter, as it were. And even in that state, they were living in abject poverty. <laughs> what quality of life is that? But the Bible says, all things. I may not know what it is you're going through or the journey or trajectory your life has taken up until the point where you're listening to this today it may or may not be something you needed to hear I believe it is for God to have brought it to you today because the Bible says he never asked the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain but regardless of how the trajectory of your life has gone maybe things seem to be getting from bad to worse and just when it looks like it's getting better boom something else happens and takes you right back down a couple of pegs i just want to let you know that the bible says all things by all things it's not saying just your financial life alone or just your health alone and then your relationship life will suffer or your business life will suffer. No, it's saying all things. Hmm. But you know, the inspiration of the Holy Ghost in writing scriptures was such that the more we meditate, the more we see light. Because sometimes we look at the different aspects of our lives like they are all dissociated from each other. But as we go deeper in our understanding of this, we get to have more revelation about what God is actually saying. And it gives more comfort. So the Bible says all things, right? And we've discussed that. So the second breakdown of the beginning of that verse that we'll talk about is the word work. It said all things work. Now the first thing that struck me when I decided to pay attention to this word is that it wasn't talking about future tense you know many times we read this scripture and we have the understanding or we have the insight or we feel like what it's trying to say is that things that are bad right now will eventually turn out to be good 
But he didn't say all things will work together for good. He didn't say all things will turn out to be good. He wasn't talking in future tense. He was talking in present tense. All things work. All things work in present tense. Meaning that not that something that's going on now that is bad will eventually become good. No. It means everything currently is actually presently good. It just takes the fullness of time for the goodness to be unraveled. So that's the mystery behind the word work in that scripture. But for the deeper understanding of it, we look at the next word, which is the word we want to focus on, which personally I think is the most neglected part of this verse. And it's the word together. It says all things work together. And I believe that the understanding of the first two this is actually what ties it all together. I said all things, every aspect, every event, every occurrence, every experience, everything going on, work, present tense. They are all working. And then it tells us the word together, meaning that they are all in harmony, manifesting for what you would eventually see so the fact that the word work is not in future tense but in present tense this is what makes us understand what is going on that is telling us that all things all aspects of our lives are currently working in harmony with one another so what was going on in the situation of joseph <laughs> All those events were not dissociated. They were all in accordance. All those things were working together. Oh, it's such a sad story that a young lady, Esther, doesn't have parents anymore. And now she's being raised by this poor man called Mordecai. But all things work together. Oh, maybe you're going through different things in different aspects of your life. I tell you, all things work together. So what if Esther was not living with Mordecai? Would it have ever happened that the trajectory of her life, the journey would have gone, the story would have gone in the way it went, that she eventually became queen? No, it wouldn't. All those things had to play a part in the eventuality of what became her experience. What if Joseph was still the beloved son of his father, still at home? <laughs> he was being sold into slavery, but nobody understood that in the context of his destiny, he was just getting free transportation because his destiny was in Egypt and he was still in his father's house far, far away. He was just getting free transport <laughs> to where his destiny was. But to us who are looking at the story, we're feeling sorry for the young man who's been sold into slavery. Maybe that's how people are looking at you right now. Feeling sorry for you in one way or the other because you're going through certain things. But I'm here today to tell you that all things work together. 
you see those parts of your life that you hate those things that have happened that you wish never did they are all parts of the story where god is taking you will not be complete had you not gone through those things all things work together it wasn't just jesus intention and the plan of god for jesus to die it was the plan of god for jesus to be crucified because if he didn't die by crucifixion he wouldn't have been able to take the curse of man away he had to not only die he had to die by being crucified so when the people were screaming crucify him crucify him an innocent man <laughs> oh god is a master strategist all things work together all things work together and that's why the bible can tell us that if the princes of this world had known they wouldn't have crucified the king of glory they didn't understand what was happening <laughs> he had to be crucified because all things work together and maybe this is hitting home for you because now you are seeing some patterns in your life of some things that look like they were going wrong before but suddenly they make sense to you now i want you to also take that faith and hold on to it for the things you are going through right now understanding that all things work presently presently they are currently working not that they would eventually turn out a certain way they are currently working out together with all other things going on with things that are happening even with other people are all orchestrated working in tandem and in harmony to bring you to the destiny God has prepared for you yeah all things work together <laughs> remember he didn't say all things that are going on with you he said all things all things <laughs> Joseph thought he was forgotten it wasn't even his situation he wasn't the one that put the dream in the heart of the king of the pharaoh as he slept that night no but all things the dream someone was having was still part of what was in tandem working with all his other experiences with the fact that he had been in that prison just to get him to his destiny even if the pharaoh had that dream had he not been in the prison had he not met the person who referred him and recommended him to the pharaoh he would have never been noticed all things work together but now just to close there's a really important part that I need to buttress for that scripture in the book of Genesis chapter 50 I believe speaking of Joseph Joseph was saying to his brothers and he said what you meant for evil he said God meant it for good but he didn't stop there he didn't stop there he said God meant it for good to save the people or rather to save the lives of many people. What you meant for evil, God meant it for good in order to save the lives of many people. Hmm. If we look at the story of Esther, same way we were talking about Esther earlier. I think it's in Esther chapter 4 in verse 14 where Mordecai was telling her after he told her about the threat to the lives of the Jews. He told her, could it be, hmm, could it be 
that God put you in this position for such a time as this. Huh. And so, what does this say to me? It says to me that God didn't put Esther in this position, that all things didn't work together for her good just because. All things didn't work together for Joseph's good just because. So if we go back to the scripture in Romans 8.28, it says all things work together for good, not for everybody. We would be making a gross mistake and misrepresentation of what God said if we assume it's for everybody because God never said so. It says all things work together for good, not for everybody, but for a specific set of people. And who are those set of people? The people who love God and the people who are called according to his purpose. So the reason why God did all of that for Joseph, including placing him in the palace eventually with the entire journey from pit to Potiphar's house to prison and then to palace, everything added up to the position God wanted him to be in was not because God preferred him to everybody else. It was because he was in line with God's purpose, which was that someday when a famine will come upon Israel, the children of Israel and indeed other people from across the world will be able to go to a certain place and find refuge. Could it be that even with all the harm and everything that happened to Esther growing up, all things work together for her good and God put her in that position not because he liked her more than other people but because he wanted to create a situation whereby when the need arises there will be someone in the palace to speak on behalf of the Jews all things work together for good not for everybody to the people who love God and to the people who are the call according to his purpose so might I encourage someone that just in case you are now in a testimony phase where you have been through some things and those things have now looked to have resulted in the good that you are enjoying right now, might it interest you to know that even what you are enjoying right now, there's a purpose in it. That was the reason why God turned out that situation for you the way it did. Could I please just announce to someone listening to me now, waiting for the situation to change that when that situation does eventually change because it will there's a purpose in that testimony it's not a testimony for testimony's sake there's a purpose in it that thing you are believing god for when it comes please understand that it didn't come just because it came because there's a purpose in it the only way to confidently expect things to turn around for your good is when you are tied in line and aligned with God's purpose and that's what God wants to say to us today thank you so much for listening it's been real and it's been thinking man talks catch you on the next episode and don't forget to pray (laughs) talk to you guys later peace